Dionisio at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. I'm Jack Swakowski. Uh, we're, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's October 21st. Um, the uh, NLCS just ended. And uh, Jack, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, if you can tell from the inflection uh, in my voice, uh, it's, yeah, I'm, it, it was tough, Jeremy. Um, okay. So I remember mentioning to you that uh, the whole thing felt like it was coming up too fast. Sure. Well, the series went seven games. So by the, by the tail end of that series, I had um, come to accept that the Brewers might get into the World Series. And I was really excited about it. Sure. Uh, so last night was a letdown for sure. Okay. All right. I will. Um. You know, Jack. In thinking of all this, like, uh, uh. You know, the 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 Brewers and everything. I, I. I will say I completely forgot that they were in the NLCS in 2011. I don't know how that happened. Like, what what was going on? How did I miss that? I don't know. Yeah. Uh. They had a. There. There were a lot of necessary evils on that team. I feel yeah. like Mark Kotze might have started a few games in Ugh. center field for the Brewers. Yeah. Everybody knew that Markham sucked by yeah. that point yeah. in the playoffs. So I didn't really think there was a realistic chance of them getting in. Um, but like, hey, ironically, uh, Rain Delay Theater's uh, favorite hunk, biggest hunk, David Freeze, once again, like managed to kill the Brewers in, yeah, a, in a CS series. Yeah, that that would be like one guy who you'd think like, well, he, he's not really that dangerous of a guy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, so so the uh, the NLCS wrapped up last night. Uh, the Dodgers defeated the uh, Brewers, um, and uh, they're going on to face the uh, Boston Red Sox. So um, I mean, I was going crazy before the game, Jeremy. I remember uh, two years ago when I, back when I was still on Facebook, you were having like you know on your wall, you were having some conversation with somebody about how like you were you went to Game Six of the NLCS when I the did. Cubs won, they clinched, uh, they're going to the World Series, yep. and someone someone like mess said to you on Facebook, they're like, I saw you and like you were talking to like somebody, or like I think I was talking to myself, probably about the Cubs, <laughs> uh, and so I, I just I never forgot that I was like I'm sure Jeremy was like just ranting. And you know he was probably going crazy because you know you went you went to that game they faced Kershaw right it was really cool so that was sort of the space that I was in before the game sure it was like there was everything was just too much I yeah. just needed the game to start yeah it's 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 intense it's intense and and it does it takes up your whole month before yeah. you know, know it like your whole October is gone part of me but. was was relieved uh, well not well yeah but like I'm gonna have like a lot more free time in the next week <laughs> and a half uh, yeah, I'm not gonna sure. say I'm not gonna watch the uh, World Series but I'm gonna pay mm. a little less attention to it than yeah. I would have otherwise yeah you gotta tune out a little bit I mean you know okay so what Dodgers Red Sox that's great you know it's also boring. It's like, yep. all right, one huge like major market team with a huge uh, payroll versus another major market team with a huge payroll. Wow, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it'll be a good series, um, but uh, I'm not. You know, it's not. It, this is nothing mind blowing. I don't feel, even though they haven't faced each other in like since like 1916 or something. Yeah, you know, it shit. was weird during Kershaw's post game interview. I think Tom Verducci was interviewing him, and he's yeah. like, you know, uh, Tom Verducci was like, well, this is going to be your first uh, p- 
pitching in, in Fenway Park. You've never pitched there. And, and oh. then he's like, he, uh, Verducci was like, yeah, you pitch in 29 of the 30 uh, parks. And Kershaw was like, yeah, yeah, there's a few parks I haven't pitched in out there. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, which one of these guys is right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they, they both have probably ingested alcohol into their system in, in one way or another. <laughs> I love that they doused Verducci. I got to say something about Verducci. And this is about, oh, this is a tangent, first of many probably. Um, as a guy, as, an, as a guy who's getting older, like uh, in life, um, you think about like you know you you start to recognize like things about other men or whatever like mm-hmm. things like that you admire about yeah. another man and a good head of hair on a man is like something that that uh, you know a heterosexual man can admire about another heterosexual man. I agree. Tom Verducci has great hair. Mm-hmm. He's a really good hair, and they doused him with hair with uh, they doused his hair with with beer, and it yeah. was like all like like you know messed up, and it was kind of funny to see Verducci like that. But anyway, that's you know it's a, it happens in the clubhouse, I suppose. Right. But um, so so yeah, I yeah I don't know who was right on that one. <laughs> Honestly, I would trust Verducci on that one. <laughs> he seems to know his stuff more. Yeah. But um, yeah, so let's uh, let's let's start off talking about the NLCS. Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about now. You know, it's been a while since we recorded. Um, you know, we we weren't around for the whole uh, opener gate or the switcheroo or the whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we, we sh- you know we might as well mention it. Yeah, on the podcast. I, I feel like Council was trying to out Madden Madden with yeah. that move. Yeah, it's the Madden effect. I yes. think. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, he definitely seemed like he was trying to be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. Uh, did it have an impact on the game? I guess it impacted that they started. Did they start freeze and no? They started Muncie, right? Yeah, in they started game? Muncie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the like Ballinger led off, yeah. which was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took out, uh, they they made a couple moves, like they moved around all their outfielder guys. I can't remember what move that they made. Like they only substituted one guy out. Yeah. I think they might have take took Freeze out, yeah, maybe, for Kike Hernandez or something. Uh-huh. And then they 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 jumbled everyone around. But I mean, at the end of the day, they still like you know. Um, they started Muncie, and you know Bellinger was was in there, so whatever. I, you know, yeah. It. I was thinking about. I was talking about this with a friend, and it's like, yeah, it's like the Joe Madden effect, and like I feel like Joe Madden has made so many managers like, uh, you know, uh, extra like insecure or like extra sensitive about their like manager IQ, and it's like, hey, hey, oh, oh what he, he's doing a move? Oh, I can do a move too. Like, just check check this out. Like, boom, we just changed pitchers. You know, like. Um, but the thing is, is like they should look at the results with Madden. Like I, I feel like the 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 luster is off the the rose there, a little <laughs> bit, you know. So like I don't I I don't know why they should be they they shouldn't be worrying about that that much. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I didn't see any of these. Uh, st- so they were throwing out a bunch of meaningless statistics, uh, like oh this is the most pitchers who've ever been used. I know. And, yeah. Like who cares? The game is different now. Of course it's the most pitchers. Yeah. Or like the most team strikeouts in a seven game series by a by a bullpen or something. Well, yeah. it's like okay, yeah, but there's been like. 20 bullpen innings in two games so it's like okay like more than that actually like yeah. so like yeah whatever it's like yeah asterisk i guess you know put an I, asterisk i would it. i would wonder uh when is the last time a guy has started two consecutive postseason games for a team i don't know if they list oh they that. did they, they did that was one of the ones they talked about okay. it was not since like 19 20, the 20s or the 30s or yeah, something. Yeah, back when like, like that one guy probably started every game for his team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot. It's like, you know, Grover Christie Matthews. <laughs> like it's a cross between every old baseball player name. 
uh, that's who that guy was. Who, you know, who did it, Jeremy? One thing I don't like about the uh, says you know baseball is going the way of bullpenning now, especially in the playoffs. I mean, I like yeah. just watching a stud go like seven, eight innings. I mean, uh, uh, will we yeah. ever again see like Jack Morris go ten innings in a game? Yeah, that's pretty badass to me. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think as long as there are good pitchers, they're they're gonna to to ride them out. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, I I think. Obviously, if 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 um, not to take a shot at Wade Miley or anything, but like, well, their whole system, their whole thing was screwy anyway because Miley had to go on short rest. Like, I don't know. I mean, like they could have ro- rode some of these guys out longer, but uh, I don't know. I think that they're just you know the certain caliber of starting pitcher that that the Brewers were trotting out there. So yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah. hey, let's let's give kudos to uh, I guess the baseball gods or council or whoever for like getting the Brewers to the NLCS with a with a st- playoff starting rotation that consisted of Wade Miley, Gio Gonzalez, uh, Jolie's Chassin, and um, uh, who else did they start? Uh, I mean, Brandon Woodruff uh, came in. Yeah, in essentially. I mean, actually, how many innings did Gio Gonzalez pitch? In the <laughs> he whole... pitched like one, and then he turned his ankle. And yeah. He got replaced by Zach Babies. I yeah, think. and then in the first start he started like, he pitched, like two, two innings. Yeah, he right, pitched two innings. So he pitched like four innings total, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so that hence your uh, bullpen records for whatever. But um, yeah, and honestly, and he seems to have the highest pedigree of all of those guys. So who 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 knows? But um, uh, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about this really quick before we get into the individual individual things, like because this is kind of on on topic. But like, how do you like? Um, what do you what do you think? Why do you think the series ended up the way it did? Like, what what were some of your observations? I would say a, a big part of it was the hitters. Yeah, um, uh, they for both teams. you know yeah on both teams. But uh, you mentioned uh, we were texting about this a little bit, and you mentioned that well the, all of the hitters were hot in September, so this was you know just kind of it was going to even out eventually. But you had guys like Aguilar who uh, looked lost at the plate. He he had yeah. to, uh, every looked like every one of his he, well he had a great game six. But yeah. Game Seven, just his last couple of bats were just you know Seemed to be pressing a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yell. How many yell hits did Yelch have for the series? Well, I know going into Game uh, Game Six, he only had three hits, and one of them okay. was a bunt. Um, okay. yeah. So yeah. he got he was one for four in Game Six, and then he had the home run in his first at bat in uh, Game Seven. Uh-huh. Although I do not recall what he uh, what he did after that. Right. Um. But uh. But and Mustakis and Mustakis was was really bad. Uh, he I think he also got hit in Game Six. But yeah. going into Game Six, he was like two for twenty one. Right. So uh. You know the bullpen uh for the most part we can get to that a little later was coming through. But uh it yeah. was just these hitters. These hitters just weren't weren't hitting and they were doing it doing it all year. I mean Kane and Yelich both hit well over over. 300 it was like every time through the lineup one of those guys would get a hit during the season yeah it's Um, true yeah and that and i I mean i do think that the dodgers starting pitching really did pretty well it did um save for maybe hunjin ryu yeah but um uh yeah i mean walker i you know man i i you know jack like i'll I'll take this one because it's hard i'm sure it's hard for you to be objective but like walker bueller (laughs) really fucking showed up last night. Yeah, um, I mean, he, um, I was going to tweet about this, I decided not to, and they ended up making a joke about it anyways, but like, can you imagine how quickly Matt Vaskarjan would have been on the Bueller joke? (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. He would have been so quick. So I had never really watched Walker Bueller pitch. The the guy's got great stuff. I mean, he pitches, throws 99. Yeah. I'd want him on my team. Yeah, yeah, he was firing it in, and then like those curveballs, like he had he had some good curveballs break in, and uh, yeah, he, I mean for for a guy twenty four years old to show up like that in a game seven, that's pretty impressive. Um, 
I, uh, I listed my Walker Bueller rookie card on eBay pretty quick afterwards. How did it sell? Uh, I, 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 I was shooting a little high, so uh, <laughs> that's fine. I, don't, I also don't mind holding on to it. Um, What's funny yeah. is that the, uh, the, the White Sox, I think, could have had him. So they drafted Carson okay. Fulmer, I oh. believe, was his teammate, uh, who, okay. who got maybe drafted ninth overall or something. He was a high pick. And then yeah. Bueller was actually drafted, I think, 24th overall. They both went to Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, they, I know they said that Bueller had <laughs> surgery like right after he got drafted. Okay. But still, everybody has surgery now after they get drafted. It's like, true, yeah. So they, the White Sox picked the wrong guy oh, there. Carson Fulmer, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, so so I think it was a combination of like the Brewers' bats just getting a little cold at the right time, at the wrong time, and uh, the Dodgers like starting pitching, like really showing up, like doing what they needed to do. So And also yeah. Jeffress um, was bad yeah. in the whole postseason. Yeah, and I mean, I was trying to think like, you know, I guess if you had, it's kind of like, you know, I've been I've been talking for since the off season about like the Brewers starting pitching staff, and like obviously they made it this far with with who they got. So you got to tip your hat to those guys. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it, objectively speaking, when like a, a ragtag group of guys can come come through and like you know do great things together, like that's a good baseball story. Um, the only I like you know, so I I don't you can't really blame the starting pitching. I suppose if they had like a bigger workhorse in their rotation. Then that saves some bullpen innings, and then maybe Jeffress pitches less, you know. But that's a lot of levels of like things to like kind of go to. So yeah. I mean, I just think it was. I just think it came down to the Brewers' bats and the the Dodgers' starting pitching. Um, you know, I don't know. Brandon Woodruff was a pleasant surprise. I'm excited for him to probably be in the rotation next year. That'll yeah. be good, along with Corbin Burns. Um, yeah. I if if <clears throat> excuse me if the Brewers had won, uh, you would have had to like credit like Woodruff and Burns. Uh, and I suppose Knable too, mm-hmm. like yeah. those guys, because because you were already counting on Hater and Hater came through, um, so those guys were the ones that really stepped up. Um, and I would even maybe throw Knable out of there because he was doing what he showed that he was capable of mm-hmm. doing. But like Burns and uh, Woodruff, you know, you knew you didn't know you could count on them, and they they really brought it, and like they could have. If they could have made it, those those two guys would have been like the secret uh, MVPs, really. Like you but. said, you wished you had picked up more Woodruff cards. I yeah, think. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> another one. Yes, I think of all things in baseball card terms now. You know, as opposed to like some people who think of all in fantasy terms. I, I'm I'm like thinking about what cards, what I've invested in base rookie autograph baseball cards. So I have a Woodruff rookie card, and he he's one of these guys. Like in the year, like they have like a set amount of rookies who like sign cards, and then there's like. 10 different sets all through the year. So these guys keep popping up in, in sets. And, like, Woodruff cards were, like, all over the place. And people were, like – it seemed like people were getting skunked by getting a Woodruff autograph. Because, uh-huh. like, man, I could have got a Acuna or Acuna or something. So I have one. I wish I would have had more. I could have flipped them and, you know, whatever. <laughs> Just bought more cards. But whatever. So um, so there you go. So there's that. Um, yeah, so the Miley thing ended up being really a non, non-issue. Mm-hmm. Um uh, let's keep going with the Brewers, uh, Jack. What do you What do you think about Kratz? Like, so I was going to text you about this, uh, Jeremy, last night. Um, but I, I think that uh, having a guy like Kratz or David Ross mm-hmm. uh, on the Cubs when they won the World Series yeah. only proves how right uh, the movie Major League was ah, when they yeah. had Jake Taylor be their protagonist. Yeah, like, and David S. Ward. Like, what did you? Yeah. <laughs> what a, some, what, I, I mean, yeah. What a uh, uh, yeah. 
what, how just just so accurate. Um, you know that yeah. that 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 guy kind of becomes the guy that you focus on. Um, and this was one of those things where you know, Jeremy. I remember Albert Almora. You you kept saying like, you know, he he doesn't get hits with runners in soaring position. And like, even though the stats didn't bear it out, like it seemed like, or the stats said that he did, but it just didn't seem like it. Right, he passed yeah. the eye test. Yeah. Eric Kratz is like, I'll say this. If he's like their starting catcher next year, which he's not going to be, or if, right. even if he's like their backup, that's still going to be a little questionable. Sure. But like, it seems like the guy always got like a big hit when the Brewers needed it yeah. in the postseason. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's true. I can't like really defend him because I don't think he's good, and his stats were not really very good. But right. like, well, it's impressive that the Brewers got as much as they did out of him. It's true. Yeah. That being said, um, go ahead. Jeremy. Well, it's just weird. It's like. It had. I had to like remind myself that Eric Kratz wasn't on the Brewers like, not even just all this year, but like for the last like five, ten years or something. Because he seemed like he seemed like a Brewers institution. And uh, when did like when did he come over? Like May or something like that. Like you know. Uh, yes. So he came over in May. Uh, they got him from like the Yankees AAA organization, yeah, but that yeah. was like after Stephen Volk got hurt. So they were like, okay, okay. we need a guy who's exactly like Stephen Volk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, same same story, same <laughs> same like journeyman, unlikely yeah. to be in the big leagues thing. Yeah. Um, I swear to God, man, though they talked about his story so much that like I feel like I lived it. Um, you know, yeah, didn't right. make it to the big leagues to, for till age thirty, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I will say, so Kratz had all of like his high school buddies at game six and seven, right, yeah. or just his longtime friends. Uh, and so they actually did. So Jeremy and I, from time to time, we played a game called Baseball Resume, where we'll try to guess all of the uh, teams the player's been on. Uh, we would have failed at Eric Kratz miserably. But yeah, uh, yeah. his buddies uh, wore all of his jerseys, his old jerseys from all of his uh, his teams. That's funny. I wonder if those were, like, if Kratz gave those to them to wear. Like, I know, because they actually they all said Kratz on him. Like, he had like a throwback, fil- one of the guys had like a throwback. Phillies jersey with Kratz on it. It was really cool. And actually, there was a post-game thing. I don't know if you saw this or read about it, but uh, David Ortiz was, uh, or, you know, they were interviewing Kratz, and so David Ortiz was one of the people who spoke to him. And uh, Kratz was like, "Hey, you and I were teammates for like oh, a yeah, couple days." Right. And then like Ortiz had like no, no idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which is also an interesting like look into like um, what it's probably like in the, in a major league clubhouse. It's like. I remember, like, they used to say that Luis Castillo, the second baseman, I think, right, Luis Castillo, the second baseman for the Marlins, like, he didn't, like, he didn't know his teammates' names. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's pro- like, there's probably some guys who are just completely, like, in a different, like, on a, in a different universe than, like, yep. other guys. So, yeah. it's kind of funny to think about that. Well, but. since since we're talking about the Brewers catchers, um, I uh, I guess, I, I, I nobody's been saying this, Jeremy, and we're, so we, we actually, uh, Later in the episode, we're going to be going through the uh, the hot stove league, the free agents uh, mm-hmm. to be, and who's going to sign with who. But uh, so uh, nobody's saying this, but Jonathan Lucroy is a free agent next year. Uh, I don't see any reason why the Brewers wouldn't try to re-sign him. Yeah, like, it like, seems like a destiny for, for yeah, both of them. Sign him to a two or three year deal. Like nobody, nobody's mentioned it. Nobody's talked about it. But I don't think there was any bad blood really when he departed, except that he didn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Right. Yeah. So um, he had his best years with Milwaukee. They need a they need a good catcher to handle what's going to be a, a solid pitching staff, or at least with a lot of good young pitchers on it. Yeah. Um, the Brewers are going to be good. So I'm calling you heard it here first. I think Jonathan Lucroy is going to be a Brewer next year. Back to the Brewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The the whole like. Uh, on the way out of town, refusing like a, a trade to a certain or blocking a trade to a certain thing, uh, as like yeah, I can say like it's it does not uh, 
necessarily uh, tarnish a friend uh, like a relationship between a team and a player. Just look at Ryan friggin Dempster, who like <laughs> blocked a trade to the the Braves because he w- rather would go to like uh, the ty- the the Rangers or whatever. And then now you can't get him off of you can't get him out of Wrigley Field. He's no, friggin no. everywhere. And if he's not in Wrigley Field, he's at Second City. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, pretending that he's funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Doing his own talk show. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, real quick about Kratz. One more thing about Kratz mm-hmm. is. Uh, Jim Deshays, uh, and speaking of the Cubs, uh, had a tweet saying like, if uh, if the Brewers end up making it to the World Series, as Air Kratz get on Dancing with the Stars next season. <laughs> so I thought that was a nice observation. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They should still they they could still bring him on there, I suppose. Um, so yeah. Jeremy, you wanted to talk about Ryan Braun. Yeah. Well, let's okay. So <laughs> let's talk about this. So um, and this this goes to um, uh, a tweet that I that I uh, sent off yesterday. Where like you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I tried to make sure that I was like fully aware of like the situation where I'm at. Me specifically being a Cubs fan, having been passed by the Brewers, then having to watch them in the playoffs, and it's like, you know, I uh, I'm not. I wasn't like act like viciously rooting against the Brewers or anything. It's like any other circumstances. If the Cubs were like in last place, I would have been completely cheering for the Brewers. But the fact that like they were like. Um, you know, head-to-head rivals or whatever. I think like um, it made it tough, tough to you know cheer for the Brewers like objectively or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, you so then I'm watching Game Seven and like you know Puig hits a homer or whatever, and uh, you look up and it's like okay, like they're gonna beat the the, the Brewers. But that means that the Dodgers are going to the World Series, and it's like I freaking hate the Dodgers. They don't, they don't deserve. It. Like Jack, we were going back and forth like in in texts all week, and it's like the Dodgers were disgusting me. Like the way that the, the some of their at bats, like the way that they were like failing in like big situations, was just freaking disgusting. Yep. And like in the biggest stage of the season, when they shouldn't, when they barely even got in, and they shouldn't have been there, I feel like they had no, they have no business being in the playoffs at all. Like I'm still mad that we were deprived of a Cubs Brewers series. Yeah, it would have gone five games if it was that uh, division series for yeah. sure. It would have been a great series. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so it sucks. So whatever. Um, yeah, it's hard to root for Puig. I'll say that it's very. Yeah. I mean, it's very difficult to root for him. As a real quick aside about Puig, it's like the guy. I feel for a guy like. Okay, say what you want about um, you know players like being like uh, big personalities and being like hockey or whatever. Like you know, I, I I'm sure there's people who don't like uh, Javier Baez because of that. But like, look at what Javier Baez does on the field. Like at least he's backing it up. You know, like he he has like great offensive numbers and he's making things happen. Like so I'm I can kind of let go if if he like. If he, I, I actually, I personally don't think that he is cocky, but like, if people see that, like, it's like, well, he he is like like stepping up a little bit. Puig has like done nothing his whole career. No, he usually always has like sixteen homers and like fifty RBIs, and that's yeah. that's it. And then he like pulls his hamstring running into second base or something, or he's running into second base when the ball is already in the guy's mitt. You know, <laughs> like for the amount of like uh, boisterousness that that he has, he's done nothing to back it up. And then he so so last night he hits this home run. It's the first time he's ever had a big hit, as far as I can remember in his career. Mm-hmm. I'll remember Puig for grounding into the double play at Game Six of the 2016 NLCS that I was at. Yeah, that won the game for the Cubs. Right. Um. So yeah, that that Puig is a he he has 
he has a long way to go to live up to his personality. Yeah, for oh, sure. And and I'll say this about Baez. Uh, we can talk about him for for just a moment here. Sure. I, I tweeted about him uh, last week, I think. But um, yeah. so you know, he, he's toned it down. He's toned it down a lot. I think he, you know, he when he first came up, he used to be a lot cockier. But he, you know, ironically, now that he's gotten uh, uh, better as a player, he's sort of um, I don't know if somebody talked to him about it, but he's he's a lot more like chill now than he uh-huh. was. I did uh, I did make a tweet because Smoltz or somebody mentioned uh, like when one of the Brewers or Dodgers made a tag. I was like, do we really need to hear about, uh, you know, Javi Baez is tagging in like a uh, uh, Dodgers-Brewers game? And then right. I, I'm not sure if it was one of your friends, Jeremy, but somebody replied to the tweet. They said, yes, we do. He would have made that play. Because oh, it was yeah. like uh, they nice. got in under his tag. But then last night in game seven, uh, Kratz threw out Kike Hernandez, I think, and like Arcia made a nice tag on him. And Joe Buck was like, yeah, that was like, it looked like Javi Baez making that tag. <laughs> I was like, there's no escape from it, man. He is he is just associated with, uh, with tagging. Yeah, you know? Exactly. It's a funny thing to be. This is, you know, we're we're definitely in like a new era of baseball where like tagging is like an admirable like skill. It's like, wow, look at the way he tagged that. Guy. <laughs> it's awesome. But Baez is Baez, He, you know, he does crazy things. So, um, so this is a way bigger yeah. aside from things. But, um, so anyways, for for whatever Cubs fans are out there like rooting against the Brewers like actively, it's like. You know you are also rooting for the Dodgers mm-hmm. to make the World Series. And yeah. So so you have to think about that and, and ask yourself if you feel okay with doing that. Yeah. Anyway, so um you know, okay, so so rooting for the Brewers, right? Right? Um so here's here's uh you know, every year whenever your team is not in the playoffs and you're thinking about like, oh, well, who would you be happy for if this team wins, right? And so um with this particular Brewers team, I'm thinking like, okay, who would I be happy for here? Well, it's a it's a good story, like, um, because uh, the Brewers as a franchise have never really like you know had perennial success. They have not. So it would be a good story um, for the franchise, you know, in the abstract or whatever. But who I would really be happy for? I've boiled it down to two people, and it's it's Jack Swakowski and Bob Uecker. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, I would be happy for the, for, for, for you, Jack. And, uh, you know, if, if you could, if you could, if you guys could, uh, could pull off the world series, but, uh, I would have also been happy for Bob Uecker, but then like, I'm just like, it's like the two like huge Pauls of like, uh, you know, uh, this like, like unlikability hanging over that whole franchise were Ryan Braun and Josh Hader. For sure. And, and, the Brewers fans who gave Josh Hader a standing ovation, really. So, uh, did you see the Brewers fan last night uh, who had that sign that said <laughs> Hader's number one fan? Yeah, I did. I was like, that. that's, mm, I mean, if I you mean, want to cheer for the guy, that's your choice. But, like, uh, and hey, I, I like Hader's pitching. You know, maybe not as a person. I'm not really yeah. ready to say that, like, I, I like him uh, sure. again. But, like, he, I, I'm excited when he comes in the game. But to uh, to hold up a sign like that, uh, it's a little. I mean, it's like, do you know what this? What you're saying by holding up this? And sign? And I can only imagine that they did not. No, I'm sure they didn't. No. Yeah. Um. But Braun, I will absolutely 100% agree with that. I wish he wasn't on the Brewers anymore. Part yeah. of the reason I think he got some some uh, hits in that series was like he wanted to prove to the Dodgers, like, hey, you should take me in a trade if the Brewers offer me. Yeah. Because do you right. remember when they almost got Puig for Braun? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, oh man, that would have been that trade would have been just like a, a swap of two assholes yeah right exactly there. right um yeah no it's funny braun is like the guy it's like he owns like a, a a house on campus somewhere and like he like lets like a bunch of like do like a frat move into the house but he's like hey i own this house so uh I, i'm gonna be here too and i'm gonna be at all your parties and i'm gonna drink your beer and like you know 
I, I, you're not getting rid of me because I own this place. And it's like the, everyone's like trying to have fun and they're like, and they like, like look over to the corner and like Braun is there and he's like dancing like by himself. And it's like, ah, oh, man, fucking, we can't shake this guy, you know? It's like he seems out of place on that team. Well, he seems out of place like as, person- a, as a Milwaukee brewer. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, we mentioned that Moustakis doesn't seem like an LA guy. Braun is absolutely an LA guy. Yeah, I think yeah, he lives yeah. in Malibu, but like he's not a. And hey, you know, not everybody on the Brewers has to be Stephen Vogt or Eric Kratz. Right. But like, he's not like a player that like the fan the fan base can really embrace. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. He just has always kind of seemed like he was above it. Yeah. So I remember those commercials where he's wearing like those Affliction T-shirts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. They were like some local commercial, but. Anyway, um, so so yeah, I'm sure that they would love to shake uh, shake Braun somehow. But um, yeah, you know, just those two guys. I was gonna say, I was gonna send a tweet out last night. Like, I had to research the guy's name, but like, I couldn't figure out a good way to word it. But it's like, um, you know, that Dodgers win was for uh, Dino Lorenzi. I think his name was the guy, the <laughs> yes, test taker, the, the test taker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was rooting for the Dodgers. Yeah, definitely. yeah, exactly. You know, it was funny. I was doing when I looked up his name. I found a story. I didn't even know about this, but in 2013, like <laughs> they they had like a meeting, and like they, the Lorenzis invited Braun and his girlfriend over to like their house for dinner. Yeah. Really? Did, you, did you know this? No, story? I didn't know about this. What was the outcome? I mean, I think they're like we all talked and we all like, um, you know, we, we all have a good understanding now at this point or whatever. But and and then at some point there was a quote from Braun and he's like, I did not make any financial restitution to them or whatever. <laughs> like that was a talk, I guess. It's like, is he going to pay? Is he going to compensate them financially for this? Like, I don't think the guy got fired, but no. I know he. Couldn't have gave less of a shit if he did get fired. Uh, yeah, and I, I mean, I wouldn't have uh, uh, like I wouldn't have looked down on the guy for accepting some kind of monetary yeah. uh, reward from Braun. Like yeah, Braun definitely. should have given him something. Yeah, exactly. Like, after he threw him under the bus. Yeah, give him one of those affliction T-shirts. Or something, <laughs> you know? um, yeah, but I, okay. no, I was gonna say maybe some steak in the uh, one of his two restaurants that closed down after <laughs> he. Did you know that he co-owned a restaurant with Aaron Rodgers? Oh and then, yeah, like Rogers and him. Rogers like defended him, and then uh, it turned out that Braun was in. You know, Rogers oh, asked him, "Is this stuff true?" Braun said, "No." Yeah. Then when it came out that it was, like Rogers looked stupid because Rogers publicly <laughs> defended him. So now they don't speak anymore. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that should that should be a, a, a sitcom or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So Jack, I got Jack. I got to ask you a question. What did you happen to see any Brewers crying after the game at all? I don't think I, I did. I, maybe okay. I missed it. I was I was okay. thinking about that. Yeah. Were, were there any? Did I didn't see any. Okay. So this is good, Jack. So you can now, you, you don't have to lose any respect for any of your brewers. No, I can. Yeah, I had, uh, <laughs> absolutely not. I was actually just thinking about that. I was like, well, none of the brewers cried, at least. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Although, who knows what Eric Thames was doing? Because like I didn't see him in, <laughs> I didn't see him in the dugout the whole series. I kept looking for him. You know, you look yeah. for the guys that are like on the roster, but uh, not actual, not on the roster. You yeah. know, just the, the extra guys. Because Chase Anderson was there. I kept seeing him in the dugout. Keon yeah. Broxton, I kept seeing. My dad said he saw Chase Utley on the in the Dodgers dugout, but okay. I didn't. I didn't see Utley. Did you see him at all? I didn't remember seeing him. It actually, okay. like, I had to like look. I think at some point I was. I saw some picture of Kike Hernandez and Chase Utley because somehow 
Kike Hernandez has been taken under the wing of Chase Utley of like all yeah. weird like pairings. But uh, and it reminded me like, oh god, he's like he was on the team. Like, yeah, he just wasn't on the playoff roster. No, and okay, let's just since it got brought up, let's just talk about Kike Hernandez. Sure, let's okay, do it. Okay, first of all, uh, you know, during the whole, I, so I didn't see Verducci get doused. Was that during the interview that they had where they interviewed the owner I, Dave Roberts and Bellinger? I saw it afterwards, so like I didn't see the exact moment when he got doused. I just saw like the aftermath of his hair being all like, okay. Red. Yeah, because they were up on the stage and they interviewed the owner and. Yeah. Uh, uh, Roberts and Bellinger because Bellinger won the NLCS MVP and uh, so, but they they kept showing the players too and like Kike Hernandez like had his had his shirt off yeah it's like dude put put your fucking shirt on man you're not that ripped you're not Derek Dietrich yeah like, yeah exactly put that shirt back on yeah but, you looked a little soft to me man. <laughs> yeah, honestly what I wanted to say about Kike Hernandez is first of all the guy had a horrible series he had he was like one for or two for sixteen or, or something yeah uh, but he so after the fans were booing Yasmani Grandal I think it was after Game Three <laughs> in L A like he he made some big Kike Hernandez made some big stink to the press, like, like how dare you boo this guy? Like, you know, you wh- why don't those fans try to like catch ninety nine miles per hour and then like breaking balls with movement? It's like yeah. really, like I've heard other. I think that's a stupid argument when other fans make it about like not booing. Like, oh, you think you could do better? Well, I'm not uh, paid millions of dollars yeah, to do it. Exactly. Um, you know, hey, if they're gonna give me Yasmani Grandal money, like I'll I'll put the gear on and see yeah. how I do. I'll roll the dice with it. All fans want to know is is all fans want to feel is that the player cares. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like. I yeah I mean like I, although I will say like those the the Corey Patterson strikeout face like watching him like he I mean he looked I don't know I, I don't I, remember that face you may he need had to this try fa- to get it, it was, on that I, yeah I could show it's like it, he'd, he'd strike out he'd be walking back to the dugout and he'd look back and he'd, he'd go like <laughs> like just like pained or whatever but it's like I don't know maybe you were wondering if he was actually trying like after between games to get better anyway right. um so like yeah like as long as like you and if you make mistakes if you like if you take it hard like you know I mean maybe like when when uh, Ken Giles punched himself in the face earlier this year <laughs> it's like maybe players should start doing that because it's like okay well this guy is really upset he punched himself in the face so it's like I don't know like he was, he was just trying to get out ahead of it to make sure that people understood that he was mad at himself. Right. So it's like, oh, we won't boo him because I don't want the guy to give himself a concussion. I guess. So right. anyway, but uh, yeah. So so I'll say this: there was a an absolute murderer's row of uh, minor <laughs> celebrities behind home plate for the Brewers. So you yeah. had front row Amy, who yeah. uh, who brought her A game throughout the entire series. Yeah. Uh, she looked great. Next to her was Marlins man. Um, oh. And so I don't know if you noticed this, Jeremy, but Marlins man. First of all, yeah, he had that little puppet, but yeah. also. I, this may have been, I can't remember if this was game six or seven, but he was actually trying to, like, talk to Front Row Amy. I saw oh, him talking did. to her. Great. Yeah, so he was, tra- it, like, their relationship may have developed, or he was definitely, like, trying to, as you said uh, in our last podcast, make some kind of indecent proposal <laughs> to her. Yeah. Uh, but then next to them, Jeremy, so I didn't see this until you tweeted, and then uh, I, I noticed it, but yeah. was the, uh, so the M&M's guy, is he at White Sox games? He's the White Sox guy. He's, like... He's like because the Cubs have a, a a pink guy who wears a pink hat. Yeah. So the White Sox have the uh, M and M's guy, and like during the Crosstown Classic, they've sat next to each other. Yeah. So the M and M's guy is actually like the owner of like Windy City Limousines or whatever. Oh. So he he actually is like a guy who you can find or whatever. But yeah. Like yeah, but he wears this he wears this ridiculous <laughs> thick racing M&M's racing jacket and he wears it all summer long so he wears it sometimes when it's like 90 degrees at the White Sox game just because he has to be seen he, that, that's his thing he's got to do it the, the, the White Sox would, would, would be in a, a spiral if he didn't wear his jacket because that's his thing and the team needs it, needs that 
So yeah, and so he shows that he rears his goofy head at at Miller Park for this game. I, I will say this: um, uh, if if I ever get successful enough to where I can get seats like that for every single game, yeah. I may become one of those guys. <laughs> that would, I would your life is in a good place if you can become one of those. I people. guess so. Yeah, and at that point, it's like who cares what the public thinks of you? Right. Like, um, masses of people. I heard some inside dope uh, on a Brewers message board that I that I lurked that uh, people were um, coming up to that section and yeah. there was like a line of people and there were security guards around those people and so they weren't asking front row Amy for autographs. I guess they were asking Marlins man for his autograph and yeah. pictures and like don't feed this guy. Don't uh. make him think that he's actually somebody. Like he's just some asshole attorney um and and i'll say this i think he had a uh, some life-threatening illness or or something that um made him be like well i'm gonna live my best life from now on i'm gonna go to all these sports games i think don't quote me on that i feel like maybe i've read some articles on this guy but at the same time like you know good for him for for going to all these sports games i would love to be able to do it yeah but um it's it's annoying when you're trying to watch a Brewer game and this guy's like on his phone texting. Yeah, uh, yeah, or he like he's done actually during the last out of that. Um, I think it was during the last out of that NLCS game with the Cubs and the and the Dodgers. He was turned around and he was like selfieing himself uh, in video and like yeah, so like trying to get the play, get the feel, and his stupid face in it too at the same time. So it's like it, it's just annoying. I mean, I'm serious. Get the man a, a, a neutral colored jersey. Mm-hmm. Take the orange jersey off. Wear a black Marlins jersey. <laughs> Even wear the old school white with the pinstripes. Mm-hmm. Like, would you feel, how would you feel, how would Marlins man feel if he if he couldn't wear a friggin' orange jersey that stood out like a friggin' glowing ball of uh, nuclear waste, you know? <laughs> like, I don't think you'd be too happy about spending that money for those tickets if nope. you couldn't be a friggin' eyesore on every broad national broadcast. Yep, that's that's the goal, though. That It would defeat the purpose if yeah. he was wearing a different jersey. Well, imagine if the, if, the, if the footage of Carlton Fisk, like, hitting that home run in the 75 <laughs> World Series, if there was some asshole there wearing, like, an orange jersey, and every freaking time you saw that clip, you'd see that guy in the clip also. That would be know. a good commercial. Just take, you know, Michael Jordan's uh, <laughs> shot against the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Put Marlins man like right behind the bench. Yeah, uh, exactly. That would be a, a funny commercial, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, um, there's gonna that in like you know in 30 years when like our kids are like watching baseball highlights, they're gonna see this idiot, and I'm gonna have to explain to them, you know, these. Okay, I'm gonna stop there, but like, um, yeah. I have to explain to my kids who Marlins Man is. Like, what kind of world is this? That's yeah. all I'll say. Th- there we go. Um, you know, uh, uh, just put putting Marlins Man. That, that's a commercial, Jeremy. Putting Marlins Man <laughs> into random like historical events. The Gettysburg yeah. Address, yeah, for instance. Exactly. The, the I Have a Dream speech. He's just he's just there in yeah. all of these things. Well, there, there you go. Uh, somebody some- can. Yeah, if I get some extra uh, time this week, I'll, I'll do some Photoshop work. See, <laughs> see what I can do. Uh, but, okay. Uh, uh, well, Jeremy, um, you tweeted about this, but uh, the eager leaner. We can only yeah. hope that he was at this game. I have a theory that he was actually he's still he's still lost in Pittsburgh on his baseball trip. Yeah, I mean, on. yeah, I think that that might be true. I think he might be trying to like angle himself. Maybe he went down to like <laughs> for the Dominican Summer League or, or the Dominican Winter League or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, not thinking that uh, he probably got himself involved in some kind of crazy like scheme that like like not expecting the Brewers to be in the in the game seven of the NLCS, and he right. was probably committed to some kind of like weird, <laughs> weird like 
yeah, offshore thing or something. Yeah, it involved car insurance, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we could briefly mention uh, the ALCS. It was obviously not where I had my uh, attention turned, but sure. uh, yeah. it seemed like there was a lot more scoring in that series. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a good series. It was one of those things where, like, um, I mean, it, I definitely think that the two best teams, like, faced each other in the American yes. Leagues. So that was cool. I think, like, the series ended up <laughs> was five games, wasn't it? It was four to one? Uh, yeah, four to one. It could have been. It could have been. It could have went seven. I think like the games were closer than like a five game series would would indicate. Like um, there was some great back and forth. Um, I think. Did, did you mention Tony Kemp on the podcast? I think you did mention on the podcast. No, oh, no, no. no. Uh, so it was right before we recorded. Was it? Uh, I said, okay, I, yeah. This guy flew under my radar. Yeah, and then he hits that home run, and yeah. I was really hoping that the Astros could win just for that, like, <laughs> to not negate that home run. So, well, this was Joe West's last series, right? It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, um, I, I was reading an article because he was the one who made the uh, the outfield interference call, right. I think. Yeah. Um, and he was. They, they interviewed him uh, after the game, uh, and he was just like. Yep, that w- that was definitely what happened. Like I knew I knew it wasn't gonna get uh, you know overturned. Like I saw what happened. Uh, sure. You know. So well, like way to go out, Joe West. Like predictably, like the way you came in and have been for years. Yeah, exactly. Just just you know digging his foot in against like you know any sort of like other like common sense or whatever. I mean, I will say for that call, like I mean that's fine. It, mm-hmm. it was interference. Like there was no real controversy mm-hmm. other than it was Joe West. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like. Okay. Goodbye. See ya. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking uh, about this with my my dad and brother, but yeah, I uh, I might kind of miss having a character like that in baseball, but I don't think the league is going to miss him. Yeah. I mean, th- let's have you know, let's have that in a different uh, you know uh, iteration, like, <laughs> and you know, it could be a goofy like uh, bench coach or something, like, right? Not not an umpire, right? Um, but uh, you know, so I don't know. Um, I was happy for Jackie Bradley Jr. He got the MVP yeah. uh, of the series. Yeah. Like he had some big games, and you know he's he's kind of had an up and down career. Um, so uh, you know, in any you know, there are a lot of guys on the Brewers or on the uh, on the Red Sox who could have been like a hero, and uh, so it's cool that he got his chance to kind of step up and contribute. So uh, I'm happy for him. Um, uh, Alex Bregman is a cocky jag. Yeah, he is a cocky. He is a cocky jag. I, I feel like I've never uh, really. The Astros haven't uh, confronted me uh, as a baseball fan enough sure. to where I could really be concerned about that. Yeah. But even like his headshot from I remember th- I think last year he had some headshot where like I commented to you I was like wow he looks really like really cocky in yeah. that headshot. Yeah. I don't like hate him really, mm-hmm. but it's like. It's like, hey man, like you know, you got to do a lot to live up to your your uh, your attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess like before the series, he was posting, um, uh, he he posted like a bunch of highlights of how like Astros like hit like did they hit five home runs off of Nate Eovaldi earlier on in the season or something? Oh man, did they? They hit maybe it was three or something, but like he posted like a super cut of all these homers hitting <laughs> off of Eovaldi. And I don't, he might have said something like, can't wait for the series or something. And then Ivaldi struck out Bregman. And I guess David uh, Price um, 
in the dugout, like you read, you could read his lips, and he said, "Yeah, post that." <laughs> so David Price is another guy who shouldn't be talking as much as he does. But. Yeah, well, I was going to say first of all, his postseason track record is not good, but also like if somebody made some kind of comment that could have been offensive to like one of his teammates, you can bet that David Price is going to like make a big thing out of it. Yeah, um, he's, just look at the Eckersley thing from last year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I will. Uh, I'm Team Eckersley all the way in that one um, <laughs> every day, all the time. So um, so yeah, so that's the uh, that's the uh, championship series. Is uh, you know, so we got Dodgers. Uh, Red Sox coming up. Um, you know, we can make some predictions. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you know, we could, uh, I guess we could do it right now before we get to the hot stove league. Uh, yeah. But I will say, uh, so Joe Joe Buck um, could not stop talking about uh, during a, a crucial at bat by Max Muncy in the ninth inning of yesterday's game when the bases were loaded, uh, whether or not Mookie Betts for the Red Sox would be playing second base or right field <laughs> since the uh, uh, Red Sox have an embarrassment of riches uh, in the outfield. Right. Uh, and my answer to that is, uh, you know, yeah, probably at some point they're going to move him to second base like uh, it's not or in then they'll move him back to right field I guarantee you he'll be playing the whole game at different positions right. so why the fuck are you talking about it right now like <laughs> yeah, yeah he's going to um yeah. I, uh, I would actually uh, <clears throat> like to see, I don't want to see the Dodgers win so I want to see the Red Sox win and I, I think that they I think that they will take it in six yeah okay. <laughs> I was Jack I was starting to think like we you know I hate on like sports talk shows where like guys like on PTI or something mm-hmm. how they like have they like make themselves take like counter arguments just for the sake of pro- like you know production or whatever right. like Kornheiser and Wilbon yeah exactly um <laughs> I was gonna say Red Sox and six. Oh, okay um I think I'll say this I think that um I think that the the Red Sox are are eons better and more talented than the Dodgers uh, and I think that they'll win the series, but the Dodgers are like playing hot right now. Yeah, they so are. they're probably going to like make it interesting. And uh, I don't think it'll go seven, but I could see it going six. So that that's my pick. Also, I guess um, just if I want to, I mean, I'm not going to pick the Dodgers, uh, but <coughs> just to go on, just to change things up a little bit, I'll say in seven. In seven, but, okay. Yeah. But uh, you know, really in six. So whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I I was uh, watching ESPN uh, the other day, um, and I saw Stephen A. Smith on here just to just to talk about Talking Heads because mm-hmm. uh, in a perfect world, uh, you know, that'll be Jeremy and I, you know, uh, uh, ten years from now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, was Stephen A. Smith always as ridiculous as he is now? Just with the just with his cadence and the way he talks. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I would but... like to see a clip of him years ago and then compare it to now because now it's like. Like he's just playing a character yeah. when he talks. Yeah. Uh, so that was just a thought, a random thought. Which I is had. almost more palatable because, like, as long as he's like, as long as he's self-aware of what much, how much of a cartoon he is. Yeah. Then I, then I suppose he's not as harmless, or that he's not a, that he's a little more harmless. Yeah. But um, I mean. He doesn't primarily stick to basketball, right? He's, no, cool. Because what what I was thinking was, remember that one time he went off about Jake Arrieta and how like oh, Jake yeah. Arrieta like wasn't good, um, yeah. uh, or, or something, and he like cited how many wins that Jake Arrieta had yeah. like previously, and then people were like, well, you know, like people don't even look at wins anymore. Do you watch <laughs> baseball? Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. Although I will say the story of Arietta's season this year was being placed next to like in a graphic like next to Jolie's Chassin, and then there uh-huh. are two stats being compared and like how much less money. Chassin was making as opposed to Arietta, but how much better Chassin's stats were. Yeah. At least I, I feel like I constantly saw that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, well, we're speaking of free agent signings, Arietta and Chassin were two guys who signed last year. So we're going to go over uh, the positions, uh, you know, 45 minutes into this mini-sode. Uh, <laughs> all of the positions uh, and all of the free agents uh, for this coming season. Yeah, we got the uh, MLB uh, Trade Rumors site uh, 
listing uh, pulled up with all the... Um, <clears throat> and we won't go over all the players, just some guys that stand out to us. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we we'll are take, take a look here. Like, they got catchers listed first here. So, um, in terms of guys who stand out, I mean, you know, I, catcher is always weird, you yeah. know. All um, of these guys are, like, you know, 35 years old. Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, many of them played with the uh, the Cubs this year. You had, well, you had uh, Chris Jimenez. Yeah. Uh, you also had uh, uh, Bobby Wilson. Rennie well, Rivera I, I, was I, on them last year. I got to say, it's going to be tough to, to see Bobby Wilson walk from the Cubs. <laughs> I, but, I was um, reading some articles. Yeah. So he never actually suited up for the Cubs. No, he? He, they never called him up. Yeah, so I was reading some article like when they just got him and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught a bullpen yesterday, and it was really good. Like, who, who who wrote that article? Like, who cares that Bobby Wilson caught a bullpen? And how did this get into the Sun Times? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't matter. So you, Jeremy, you were pointing at Yasmani. Well, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Grandal's a free agent, you know. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I will say, like, you know, we didn't like dig super deep in all this, but mm-hmm. a lot of times when they have these guys listed, they have like an option or whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm not exactly sure. You know, we might be commenting on someone who might have an option picked up or something. Yeah. Yeah. like that yeah um so so i'm not sure but it's interesting that grandal's contract is up yeah um given his the way his uh lcs went yeah uh, um, i see robinson chirino so you mentioned you couldn't believe he was 35 um he's yeah. got a 2.375 million club option with a one hundred thousand dollar buyout <laughs> it's like the small with a hundred thousand dollar buyout that's like the smallest buyout i've ever seen i mean they some, I feel like teams are likely just to give someone that, like for like a you know transportation home money or something. It's like, <laughs> here, 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 take a take a hundred thousand. Just you know, just get home. We'll see you later. You know, yeah. Good luck. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Devin Mazzaracco is up. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That Ma- is, yeah, yeah. McCann is up. Um, well, he's got a fifteen a fifteen million dollar club option. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the Astros. I don't know if the Astros have like. He is on the Astros. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he's yeah on the Astros. Um, yeah, I don't know if they have anyone coming up, but uh, but yeah, uh, thirty five is not great for a for a catcher. No, um, Jeff Mathis. I have a little Jeff Mathis <laughs> thing. Uh, we'll be thirty six. So that's a guy who seems like he's on a new team every year. He yeah. was on the Marlins for a little. So when he was on the Marlins uh, in twenty sixteen, okay. uh, me and my dad went to a game. It was one of the games that Ichiro was going for his three thousand hit. He was like two two games away. Yeah. So uh, you know. It's obviously really rare to see a guy maybe get a 3,000 hit. Each row wasn't in the lineup that night, uh, that day, but Jeff Mathis was, and Jeff Mathis hit a home run in that game. Okay. So even though I didn't see uh, somebody hit, get their 3,000 3, hit, I think I saw something just as rare, which is a Jeff Mathis home run. <laughs> yeah, that's quite possible, yeah. Jeff Mathis and uh, Chris Iannetta will always be uh, linked in my memory. For How like, so? They were like, weren't they both in uh, Los Angeles? Maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, Ionetta definitely was. I, Mathis may have also played yeah, there as well. I think Mathis started in L.A. with the, with the, with the Angels. Okay. And uh, they were like... They were kind of like dueling, like like platooning catchers for, for a bit. And then yeah. Ionetta kind of kind of stepped away a little bit mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so um so those guys are always linked to me um matt weeders uh you know baseball lost souls we were talking about yeah that's definitely one of those matt weeders was like a big deal when he came up i yeah. feel like with the orioles and yeah. then it was like a big deal when the nationals signed him and now he's just always hurt or unremarkable or yeah i mean i it's yeah definitely that and like even when the Nationals signed him i'm like well he he's good for that team because um they're you know they're their team whose window is right now and seems like he's a a good option at catcher um but he was a non-factor for them and just seems to have been a non-factor for years now so i mean I, I, he'll he'll get a contract with someone but i doubt he'll be starting i mean none of these guys are you know with the exception of possibly Lucroy um and maybe Grandal like 
none of these guys are really like no they're just you know, backups difference makers yeah no. so let's move on to first base <laughs> shall we um so yeah uh you know just taking a look here uh david freeze has got an option with the with David Freeze is 36? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy because, you know, the, the 2011 NLCS was only seven years ago, and it, he was like, that was like his big breakout. Yeah. So he, he yeah. must have been a late bloomer with the, like, he must have came up, like, late. Yeah, Lo- Logan Morrison, another guy who's turning into a baseball lost soul. Yeah. Um, did any did any of the Twins signings work out this year? They got, what, <laughs> Lan- Lance Lynn and him and, uh, you know. I mean, uh, I'm try- I have to think of who the they got in the trade for Lance Lynn, but maybe by proxy they did by whatever <laughs> prospects uh they got from the yeah yeah um justin smoke yeah justin smoke yeah he had that year of like you know he hit a million home runs in 2017 but so did everybody else he'll probably get he'll they'll probably pick up his option yeah i guess Uh, i would guess so danny valencia (laughs) yeah billy butler doesn't like seeing that name on there no um henley ramirez is still there yeah i was oh yeah i uh, i missed him so he's not dead he's he's still (laughs) no alive out yeah he is not in uh pine barrens right now he is he is (laughs) still uh uh yeah, so like, is any would that be a realistic option for any team? I, I don't think so. I think he's finished. So he had that thing with the drug cartel where yeah. he was like supposedly linked to it, uh, but that kind of just went away. It was buried. Yeah, maybe in conjunction with his like you know disappearance from baseball. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I I bet someone brings him in uh, to uh, you know to spring to a training. Camp. Yep. Yeah, I, I would I would say say so as well. Our buddy um, Steve Pierce is on that list. Yeah, Steve Pierce is. Uh, yeah, uh, Lucas Duda, Matt. Adams um yeah you know you know and I, I think it's uh, uh kind of a stretch I don't know why they list Marwin Gonzalez as a first baseman he'll probably be oh yeah he's listed oh, he's as listed, a second yeah. base. he'll be listed at every position <laughs> okay, great just make the list longer I guess yeah but also Mark Reynolds is uh, uh listed for first baseman he's going to be 35 Mark Reynolds another guy who seems like he's on a different team every single year yeah yeah I don't know I could see um Matt Adams will get a contract somewhere. Mm-hmm. The new Svelte Matt Adams, I guess. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez will will will, care, will catch on somewhere if not get re-signed. Yeah, I was thinking they would probably try to re-sign him. He's a valuable utility guy for sure. He is. So. Um, let's look at second baseman. My God, Gordon Beckham. Talk about another lost soul. Gordon Beckham. Yeah, who was he even? Was he on the Braves this uh, year? Who was I know. he on this year? I mean, he was on the Braves at some point. Was yeah. he on the Angels? He was on the he he could have been on the Angels eight years ago. He also he, could have been on them this year. He got traded to the Angels in 2014, so he ended the season with them. That was when the Angels were like making their big push. So they got Gordon Beckham. Oh, I think he was on the Mariners this year. Oh my goodness! I think he was on the Mariners this year. Okay. But, okay. By the way, just as a follow up from last episode, when I said I think Steve Pierce was on the the Yankees last year. Yeah. He was on the Yankees in 2011. I think, or 2012. <laughs> I think 2012. But it's like again, one of those guys. He could be on. He could have been on the Angels. Uh, yeah. Like or the Yankees. He's like, yeah, eight years ago or whatever. But so. yeah, yeah. Josh Harrison has a contract, uh, an option. He's gonna probably get one million dollar buyout. They'll yeah. probably let him walk. I was going to say if somehow the Brewers could dump scope, uh, I would not be opposed to them signing Josh Harrison to like a, a one or two year deal. Yeah, um, I think that would be a good a good pickup for them because they're not gonna they're not gonna re-sign Mustakas. Um, uh, I'm not sure if Mustakas has an option, but um, yeah. you know, uh, so yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to Josh Harrison being Brewers second baseman next year. Well, well, here's a weird thing about the Cubs too is like all of a sudden they need a shortstop, yeah, or a second baseman. But I think I, I personally I would prefer if they got a shortstop and, and brought Javi back to second base, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, considering that shortstop is kind of a tough position to fill sometimes with like a, you know, an offensively uh, like impactful guy, um, you know, it could go either way. But uh, I mean, 
Harrison, I could see also fitting on the Cubs if they if they wanted to go that route. But uh, anyway, he would he could he would be useful for anyone as a as a utility like yeah. a super sub kind of guy. So too, who will win the Josh Harrison sweepstakes? <laughs> we don't yeah, we know. don't know. We'll see. But he's got to be the most sought after free agent. This yeah, year. Uh, definitely uh, number two on that list would be our buddy Sean Rod Sean Rodriguez, oh, uh, who will be thirty four this year. Yeah, uh, so away. he's entering his free agent year. They're listing Daniel Murphy as well, who will no doubt go to an uh, AL team. I would he, guess. God willing. Yeah, <laughs> DJ uh, Lemayhu is. Yeah, up? I was gonna. I was going to point him out as a guy who will probably get a contract. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see where, where he goes. I mean, uh, although I remember during that stupid uh, like uh, wild card game, I think it was Matt Vesgurgen who was saying like. I think it was there, like they're like DJ LeMahieu never forgot about how the Cubs uh, traded him away. It's like, come on, like the guys like had great success in in uh, Colorado. He won a batting title. He won a batting with the title. Like, yeah, I don't think he gives a crap. No, like yeah, he's probably glad he never would have won that batting title with the Cubs. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like he's never. That's always stuck with him. It's like give me a friggin' break. <laughs> like he's fine. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Um, also, Jose Reyes, uh, uh, I, I would say Goodbye. he's more like a baseball cockroach than a lost soul, but he is also listed on here. He's um, a baseball scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right next to Sean Rodriguez. Yeah, get him out of there. Neil Walker will probably get a, a contract somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That guy seems like he's like on a new team every year now in the most recent, in like this last handful of years. He does. I mean, he was on he was on the Brewers, um, uh, you know, last year. Uh, I will say about Neil Walker, I, I, I've never, never liked that guy, though. I read an article... Uh, in Sports Illustrated <clears throat> a number of years ago, uh, where when he was back on the Pirates, uh-huh. and uh, he was like, he was like, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I was trying to get into a club, and I told them I was on the Pirates, and like they didn't let me in. <laughs> I like, think I remember that. Yeah, concert. like, oh, okay, oh, good. Like you feel like you're you're privileged, and you sh- because you're on a major league baseball team, like you should just be able to get in anywhere and do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So that's the kind of that's the kind of dude Neil Walker is. Yeah. What, what are you doing going to a club anyway, man? Just fr- friggin' look at some scouting reports or something. Yeah, yeah, really. Well, anyway. I guess, you know, he fits. He would fit in well, and I'm sure he liked being on the Yankees. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, you know, uh, do you remember that story with him and John Neese? No. I, what happened to John Neese, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But um, they got traded for each other uh, from Pittsburgh to New York, yeah. and they traded apartments. They lived in each other's apartments. That's weird. Like, like for the beginning of the year or whatever. It's yeah. Kind of, kind of a weird story. But, uh, but yeah, so... Um, it's Jack. It's kind of weird. I'm looking at these these like names for second baseman. I'm like, and I'm starting to think like, could Neil Walker be a Cub next year? Like, are they going to sign? Like, I mean, they could do Zobrist at second base and Baez at, at short, but I I don't know. I'm 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 like, I don't want to think of a world where Neil Walker is like a starting second baseman for the Cubs. No, no. Uh, and I mean, you know, Walker will probably get picked up by like the Orioles or something yeah, that's right. just trying to fill out their roster. But yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. It, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how much the Cubs actually play Zobris next year. Yeah, um, I know. I don't think he, they should make him their everyday second baseman. Yeah. But who knows? Um, so yeah, all right. So mm-hmm. moving on to a shortstop, I Ooh, guess. Freddie Galvis is up. Galvis will, uh, he's only 29. <laughs> he might get signed by somebody. He's got a good glove. Yeah, yeah. Um... Elvis Andrews can opt out of remaining four years and fifty-eight million. I mean, now that uh, Beltre might be retiring, I don't know. Maybe, 
maybe Elvis Andrews can't uh, can't stand being in Texas by himself. Yeah, ooh, fifty-eight million. He'd be he'd be dumb to. I don't think I don't think he's gonna get that anywhere. <laughs> not else. even for the Beltre like loyalty. I guess not. Yeah, I it's no, I can't crazy actually can't believe we're talking about how old all these guys are. I can't I believe that Elvis Andrews is only thirty. That guy seems like he's been around forever. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, lifetime pit, uh, pirate shortstop for life. Jordy Mercer is going to be a, a free agent. And that's yeah. a guy who seems like he's been on them forever. Um, yeah, and then, you know they listed uh, Osdrubal Cabrera will probably get signed by somebody as well. Yeah, Eduardo Escobar. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Eduardo Escobar. Actually, I, I some you know uh, people on like the Brewers message board that I lurk were saying that like they should try to sign Eduardo Escobar as like okay. a second baseman. Um, okay. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be all that opposed to that. And then we have uh, uh, Manny Machado also listed here. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, should the Cubs sign Manny Machado? Yeah. Uh, uh, should they sign him? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It depends. Um, there's going to be a lot of crotch chops, I guess, in the, in the north side of Chicago if that, yeah. if that happens. But um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I was not really too uh, impressed with Manny Machado uh, in this series. Um, I did I, The bunt that he put down was, was, was nice. But, uh, I mean... I don't know. It, it's weird because, yeah, again, it's a perfect fit because there, there's a shortstop uh, opening uh, for the Cubs. Um, you know, if, if you really want to talk about it, you got to consider the whole Bryce Harper thing. Yep. Like, and Bryce Harper is going to be out there. So uh, um, I would rather them sign Bryce Harper than Manny Machado. But um, I don't know. It's a lot of money to tie up for him. Um, and he seems kind of like trouble follows him around. So I don't know. I, I kind of, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind sparing the Cubs of that, of, of any of that crap. But, um, of course he's, he, he can be, he's capable of being a great hitter. Um, he's not as good at shortstop as he is at third base. So that would be one thing is like, um, you know, uh, committing to him as a, as a shortstop. Like if if the Cubs sign him, that's where he would have to play. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't turn him down, but like, uh, you know, he, he brings a lot of extra baggage, which I'm not too crazy about. Yeah, if, if he signs with the National League team or or, or whatever division uh, is playing the NL Central next year, yeah. uh, he's going to get hit by the Brewers. Yeah, no, that's true. That would just be like, um, you know, that would be a running storyline all season. Yep, yeah, that'll and that would just be more fuel on the non-rivalry um, on yeah. the fire uh, that yeah. is the Cubs and Brewers. But he, he will get hit, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, true. I look forward to seeing it happen because he deserves, he deserves to get hit. Yeah. And you know what? So does Dave Roberts. Roberts for sticking up for him. Why can't yeah. you just say like you know uh, we're going to talk about it internally? Why do you have to like stick up for the guy? Yeah, it was clearly a dirty play. Yeah, I don't understand that. Um, yeah, I know exactly that. That's a perfect way to just get out of it, especially since he's going to walk in. I mean, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't mean anything to the Dodgers. He's going to walk anyway. Yeah. yeah. What did uh, Christian? There's no video. Like, okay, so Christian Yelich said that it was a dirty player, dirty play by a dirty player. Yep. So kudos to him for saying that. But then apparently there was reports that he walked away from the media and he said like fuck that fucker or something yeah fuck like that fuck mother- that motherfucker yeah, yeah. i uh, would love to see to get video of that yeah yeah and i it, that's you know if that's taking the temperature of the whole clubhouse like every, everybody on the brewers was was upset about that including yeah. council who who had a great dig at him they he said i don't think he's playing all that hard when he was asked if yeah. it was uh just a result of a hard play yeah right uh so yeah you know um i, I will say council has uh has has some good lines every once in 
in a while. It was talked about yeah. on the podcast, like whether he was fed the, uh, the the rain delay line when he said we've never had players get treated for sunburn. Yeah. Like that's not that comment is not in line with like his uh, other things he said as far as the level of wit. Like that was a really good line. Yeah. But you have to wonder sometimes if they feed these guys these these lines. It'd be funny, yeah. I mean, maybe he's friends with like a, a writer, or like a sports writer, <laughs> um, and then they're they're, they're doing it. But uh, that's interesting. So yeah, yeah. So you know, a couple more Eduardo Nunez, a couple other names that are worth like that that'll get signed. But um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Machado obviously is the big standout yeah. of this Ooh. class. Eric so. Sogard is is out there too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So we've got third baseman. Is Adrian Beltre retired yet? Like, is he? Did he announce his retirement? He's he's going offici- to try to play. He's now officially announced it, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It seems like he might. He's too far away. I was kind of hoping like he could get stick around to get 500 homers, but yep. he's at 477, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to I don't know if he can I don't know if he's capable of hitting. Uh, no, 23, 23 more. Ooh, yeah. yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. Ooh, uh, Young Ho Gung, uh, did he make? I guess he made bail, and now he's um, <laughs> he's back in the states trying to play again. Did he? What? Did he play anywhere this year? Well. Didn't they bring him over? I, I kind of lost track of that. But I think the Pirates brought him back. Did they? I don't remember him playing, but I remember it towards the end, like in like September 15th or something. They were like, he's going to come back or whatever. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. I don't remember what happened with that. I lost track. Uh, but uh, that's a mess. Yeah. I, I don't even know what legal trouble he... Well, he was trying to like have an affair with some well, woman he, or... Well, there, there were assault uh, allegations, yeah, yep. but then there was also like speeding charges in and he was, Korea or And he something. was like drunk as well. Maybe he was drunk driving too yeah. what he was speeding. I, yeah. I can't remember exactly, but that is a mess and it seems like a lot more trouble than it's worth for the Pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let get that get rid of that guy. Somewhere Chris Coglin can go break his leg again. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, so Mike Mustakis is listed here to answer my question from before he does have a 15 million mutual option with a 1 million buyout what does mutual option mean does it mean they, that the, the club can pick it up but the player has to agree to it uh, yeah I mean yeah. I, well, we don't have to get into it now but I, I think it means that um, yeah 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 I suppose so yeah. okay but uh, you know we'll see if the Brewers end up picking that up if they can get rid of scope they could I don't know committing to Shaw for a year at second base might be a lot they but, gotta uh, put Shaw back to third base yeah. I mean I, I think they're doing him a disservice like by by screwing him around like put him at first or third and let the guy like hit 30 homers for yep you. yeah and just let him produce yeah. I, I would agree with that yeah um, yeah, uh, so, you know, we have, ooh, uh, ooh Andrew Romine, utility specialist, oh, is going nice. to be, but, okay, Josh Donaldson. Um, so, Jeremy and I were uh, tempted to go to a uh, an Indians-White Sox game yeah, until uh, at the end of the year, and uh, we kept... We, we pulled com- our, own, our, our own switcheroo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was our own our own opener. Um, so, we, uh, Josh Donaldson was, was on the Indians uh, yeah. at that time, and we kept commenting that we kept forgetting that Josh Donaldson was yeah. even on the Indians. Right. Um, so I don't know where he's going to end up. It seems like the shine has really come off of him a lot, just probably because of injuries. I mean, he was the MVP not too long ago. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head who needs a third baseman. Uh, you know, no one's really jumping out at me. No. Uh, the Mets, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, so, some, some rebuilding team is not going to sign him, so it's going to have to be somebody who actually, who actually needs one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with him. He'll, he'll, probably, he'll probably get a, you know... He'll probably go into a, a big team in a big situation, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, you know, again, uh, uh, Ooh, not- Luis Valbuena. Wow, <laughs> uh, that that's a guy that he was on those bad Cubs teams, um, yeah, and he's still he's still sticking around. A lot, yeah. a, a baseball lost soul, I guess you could say. My friend Dan Gleason calls him good value. 
<laughs> it's like a, it's a really like tortured like translation of buena being good and val equaling value right good right. value well I'm, I'm not sure if his stats bear that out i haven't looked well, at luis Valbuena for much. maybe like a half of a season in chicago it, they did like 2014 but uh, <laughs> other than that no not mm-hmm. really um yeah it'll be interesting interesting to see where mike moustakis ends up yeah yeah um, isn't, isn't boris his agent I believe so, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be, that will be interesting. You know, one thing that didn't occur to me until like just a couple of days ago is that Kane and Moustakis were together during this whole run. Yeah, I, I didn't that, even that think crossed my that. mind. Yeah. yeah but uh, the, the 2015 Royal Spirit was alive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any, anybody else on third base there, I think. Yeah, you know. I think we mostly, you know, they're listing these guys multiple times. David yeah. Freeze is on there again. Actually, it's funny because Logan Forsyth, <laughs> Logan Forsyth has appeared about four times and we haven't mentioned him, which I think says that i think that says it all yeah exactly yeah yeah he can't uh, crack our conversation peter but. borges who will yes. uh, no doubt be listed on the outfield all three times uh, now that is a guy i did not know was still around he was briefly with like the white Sox, i think gorgeous borges he was with the cubs too oh my goodness spring training last year is that a released him. i've never heard that nickname for I, him is that i just made that up. nice that's good that's good uh, gorgeous borges gorgeous yeah. borges um yeah uh, so we have him we have melky cabrera who's a guy i mentioned is a is a base Baseball lost soul. Yeah. Um, ooh, Rajay Davis still trying to hang around. Yeah. The yeah. dreaded the the dreaded Rajay Davis. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that'd be funny <clears throat> to see him on the Cubs somehow. Um, <laughs> Michael Brantley is very intriguing. He had a yeah. he had a good first half this year. He yeah. kind of fa- he kind of faded off a little bit mm-hmm. um, towards the end, but. Um, that's a guy who, like, I mean, at this point we know who he is, but he he, was, he lost so much time through injuries. But I think he's a pretty he's a pretty serviceable player. So it'd be interesting where he might end up, if not yeah. back with the Indians. But I think the Indians have enough guys to go around. If I if I can just off the top of my head, definitely. Um, yeah. We have Matt Caesar, who was kind of David <laughs> Bodie before there was David Bodie. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, did he was he with the Padres this year? He was. I'm not sure how much he played this year. I, yeah. He could have played 162 <laughs> games, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, he, he did not play in that Padres game that we saw. Did he? he? I can't actually can't remember. I, I can't don't think he did. That. I don't think no. he did. So at least maybe at least you know at least 161 then. But uh, um, one of Randall A. Theater's favorite sons, JB Shuck, is yeah, on this list. That's right. I saw JB Shuck in mm-hmm. uh, New. Orleans when I was down there uh, for the New Orleans Baby Cakes game. Yeah, and we also saw him in that Cubs Marlins game we went to in early May. So he just uh, we just we just can't quit him. No. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. <laughs> I I gotta say I've become a, a Cameron Mabin fan over the last couple of years. Yeah, I like yeah. I kind of like I like to see where he ends up and. Uh, He'll be on another team next year, I'm sure. Well, so Cameron Maben was uh, in some commercials during the uh, the playoffs. So he was like the uh, oh, he was really? the 2017 Taco Hero. Oh, so he stole right. the base, and like everybody got free uh, tacos at Taco Bell. That's or right. Something. That's right. I actually um, I was already getting into some baseball card flipping at that point last year, and uh, I had a Cameron Maben card, and I I listed it up there, and I put in the heading like Taco Hero. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. so that will be what he's forever known as. I could see. So sometimes I don't know who gets this job but like tops cards uh if, if they're you know they'll have like a little blurb about yeah. every guy yeah. and i could i could see that being like if they have nothing else positive to say about cameron maben like that would be his blurb on his next tops card yeah for sure now maben's funny because he's one of those guys who's been on so many teams that there might not be room for like a blurb on his card <laughs> yeah but uh that definitely should be what he should be known for yeah we should do we should do a minisode of just reading like uh oh. ridiculous blurbs for guys where it's just like Jack. some some stupid stretch 
That's a great. That's a great idea that we yeah. came up with just now on the podcast. Nice, so. nice. I'm I'm full of them tonight. Marlins man, this thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, excellent. that's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, so you got Cargo on there. Cargo. Yeah, he's a guy who might actually get signed by somebody. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's that's a guy who seems like he never. He, he had a couple good years, but like he has all the tools. He just seems like he's always hurt. He he also seems like he's always been trying to or like. He's always been done in Colorado, but he's still on the team. I know. Um, so it's like he never got a chance to like make a big splash anywhere else. It'll be interesting because of injuries, most likely, and like so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. I know the Cubs were talking about maybe trying to get an established outfielder. Like I don't know if he can play anywhere else besides right field at this point, but uh, I wonder if they would maybe try to get him or something. I don't know, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, Cameron. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, Carlos Gonzalez. Uh, he'll, it'll be interesting to see where he winds up for sure. Brett Gardner, uh, longest tenured, oh, yeah. longest tenured Yankee, is uh, going to be a free agent. I imagine he will, uh, unless they're going to re-sign him as like a fourth or fifth outfielder, just as a veteran yeah. presence in the clubhouse. You got to think the Yankees are going to be one of the teams that goes after Harper. Yeah, um, yeah, Gardner's probably going to walk. Um, yep. Is is Ellsbury still under contract with them? My God, maybe he, you know, maybe be. maybe he can uh, uh, reach base uh, via catcher's interference a few more times, <laughs> uh, which is what I guess what he's known for. Yeah, right. So. Um, but uh, yeah, so for for left field, that's that's about Gregor Blanco. You know, he's yeah. on there. Um, We're so, probably going to see similar guys for center. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, let's take a look at center. Ooh, uh, our boy Carlos Gomez is listed. Yeah, you got Carlos Gomez. You got Adam Jones, which is a big one. AJ Pollock, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he's a yeah he's a guy I've actually always kind of liked. Um, yeah, and that's another guy whose career has always sort of been derailed uh, because of injuries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would think that the 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 D-backs are going to want to try to re-sign him. Um, they, that might, I wonder if he's a guy who would get a qualifying offer. Mm. Um, but I don't think he should take it if he gets one. So, who knows? Did Chris Young play anywhere this year? Uh, Chris Young. Um, I have no idea. He might have also been on the Mariners. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like he might have appeared this year, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, the, the being on the Mariners, like there's two uh, detriments to that. One, really long flights. And two, even baseball fans like us never watch your <laughs> games. I know. It's true. Um, and he's anything but young at this point. Yeah. More as 35 years old. But, yeah. Uh, Geez, even poor Jake Smolinski's 30, and he's never <laughs> even made a, he- a headline once in baseball. No. But, um, yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Pollock, Adam Jones, uh, Carlos Gomez, those names kind of jump out. McCutcheon, I guess, is there, too. Yep. Um, that, these will be interesting, because I don't know, because, like, Adam Jones, like, I, it seems like he's done in uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like he could still be okay, but he's kind of... He's he's hasn't really made too many like waves the last couple of years, but uh, I assume he'll he'll get another contract somewhere. Yeah, uh, I I was reading about the Orioles, and I think they they tried to trade him, or he maybe declined some kind of trade because he was Possibly. he's probably I don't know if he's a ten and five guy, but yeah um, he, he yeah he probably is because he's been with the Orioles more than five years. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I almost kind of felt sorry for him that he yeah. had to play out the rest of the the year with this shit team. Yeah, um, I know I, he's he's a he seems like a really cool guy. And like he seemed to really embrace like Baltimore, and like yeah, it's too bad they could never win with him. 
Um, and I assume he's just going to end up going somewhere. Yeah, um, Shane Robinson, if you want to <laughs> talk about guys who've never made a baseball headline in their life, <laughs> right. is uh, 34 years old. Uh, so Smolinski can at least look at this list and see he's doing a little better than Shane Robinson. Uh, Shane yeah. Robinson's claim to fame on Rain Delay Theater is that he uh, he replaced John Carlos Stanton uh, for the top of the ninth inning or bottom of the ninth <laughs> inning for defensive purposes in right field after Stanton was struck out by uh, Matt Davidson for defense and ego purposes. Yeah, for ego purposes we never got word on why Stanton never came out but you can only assume that yeah. he was just embarrassed good stuff I mean yeah I, I honestly your guess is as good as mine as to like where McCutcheon might end up or where like Adam Jones might end up um I wouldn't mind seeing Adam Jones in the with the Cubs if the Cubs end up like dealing away uh some of their young guys and signing a, a veteran but yeah. uh yeah I don't know we'll see what happens with that uh, for right fielders, yeah, a lot of the same names. You got Jose Batista there. Baseball lost soul. We have uh, we have Lonnie Chisenhall, oh, the, the thirty Chisler. year old, the Chisler. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> that's another nickname where I was like, uh, did they? Is that what they call him, Jeremy? Jeremy's like, no, I just made that up. <laughs> so Chisler. Jeremy's the nickname guy. We've got Borges, uh, gorgeous Borges, and also the Chisler. The Chisler. Uh, so yeah, um, I mean, he's a guy who might might get a contract somewhere. I honestly like, he's a guy who you never really thought about being on the Indians, but he was there. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got uh, you got the big the big matzo ball there, uh, Bryce Harper for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Nick the Stick Marcakis. Mm-hmm, yeah, that one's a real nickname, I believe. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, who had a career season this year? He did. Yeah, it's interesting. That that would be interesting. Like you know, uh, again, I'm trying to think of uh, the Braves, like who they have in the pipeline. But uh, um, you know, that that might be a guy who. They might want to keep around, like for the for the younger guys. But um, uh, yeah, yeah Jason Jason Hayward uh, can opt out of remaining five years and 106 million. <laughs> Jeremy, you got to think that the Cubs are trying to employ some hypnotists. They're looking into if Inception was yeah. real. Is it a real thing? Can we do it? Can yeah. we get him to opt out of this contract somehow? Or maybe I mean, could they introduce him to, to like Buddhism and like maybe he could just like renounce all earthly possessions and be like. <laughs> I don't need 106 million dollars. That's just a that's just a concept. <laughs> 106 million dollars is just a concept, Jason Hayward. You don't actually need it, and plus, you're never going to see it anyway. It's not going to ever be in your hands. So just walk away and just go where the, your heart takes you, back down to the the Braves or something. Yeah, know? yeah. What was that? Uh, Mad Max, uh, the second one. Just. Walk away. <laughs> uh, so um, Hunter Pence, I honestly didn't even know that he was uh, still playing. Um, yeah. Was he, he, so he was on the Giants this he year? He had a tearful, uh, like, you know, last day of the season okay. where he was, like, yeah. hugging guys and mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, I always I, liked Hunter Pence. He's an eccentric uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. I never hated Hunter Pence. He definitely <laughs> seems like a frat boy. He like, does. But, like, never in like, – but he was never really, like, uh, uh, like uh, annoying, like – like a guy, I mean, he he is annoying, like in a, in a like kind of a baseball like nat sort of way. Yeah, but like that's a G N A T. But like, uh, but he never like. It seems like he never held his like fret boyness over anybody. I no, guess. no. So um, also, I remember at one point, I think this was during when the Cubs were playing them in 2016 in the uh, uh, and like his hair was so long that his hat could not stay on yeah. for any under any circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. uh, yeah. 
Uh, so he's a free agent as well. I don't know if he's going to get signed. Uh, I'm sure he will. But uh, Matt Joyce, also 34 years old, career <laughs> like four. He's made, the guy's made a career out of being a fourth outfielder. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, some pop off the bench. Yeah. So anyway, let's 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 wrap things up by talking about Bryce Harper. Well, we got DHs okay, too. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, oh, we yeah, got yeah. pitchers too. Still. Well, okay. Well, so yeah. How could we how could we resist talking about Pedro Alvarez for those designated <laughs> hitters? But yeah. So Bryce Harper. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, if you believe the reports that he wants to play with Bryant. Then you know maybe he'll end up as a Cub. The Cubs have so much goddamn money tied up to give him more of that money. Is like, I feel like you will never be able to afford a Cubs ticket again <laughs> yeah. in our lives. Um, but uh, you know, I would love to have it ha- have it happen. Um, but then you think, just think about like having all that money and years tied up on one guy, and it's like, man, this could really like sink your whole franchise if he doesn't like you know really really bring it right and just, he does have, tend, tend to get hurt sometimes too. yeah no exactly just the way that the it's that thing like if I was a Cardinals fan I would feel so good about the fact that they didn't re-sign Pujols yeah and like it's one of those things where it's like the Cubs like you know if, if this if this is even a thing it's like they could dodge the bullet maybe and like not be trapped with that contract or he could come here and be great or whatever, you know, so who knows. Or he could just freaking resign with the Nationals or with the Yankees. The Yankees seemingly are, are, I don't know, it seems like the Yankees are off the table because of the whole Stanton thing, but mm-hmm. who knows. They, yeah, you know. I mean, my God, that'd be like $700 million tied up to two outfielders. Yeah. So, I mean, the Phillies have been talked about, mm-hmm. uh, Harper, the Dodgers, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, it's and the Nationals. So a lot of people seem to think he might just resign with the Nationals. Uh, it's hard to say at this point. I mean, the fact that, like, Everyone was saying like, oh, well, you know, if Harper leaves, they have Juan Soto or whatever, like, and and Victor Robles, so like the future looks bright. I think that that's maybe incentive for Harper to resign yeah. because now he's going to have like some support. And so, as we talked about on a previous podcast, uh, Scherzer and Strasburg will be the two highest paid players in the league next year. Yeah, exactly. So it's it would be worth it for them to invest in another like good player, good guy. Could you imagine if they like sign? Because Harper's got a jump up to the top of that list too. Yep. They could have the three highest paid players in baseball and they are they're the Nationals. And they're still not going to make the playoffs yeah, because they're they're a, a hor- like a pathetic organization that just can't seem to get anything right. Exactly. They always make the wrong moves and Dave Martinez might <laughs> I don't know, he might get in some off the field troubles with maybe uh, Bryce Harper's wife or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm like I like that I dodged that question but then or dodged saying that and then also but then just said the wife thing. So <laughs> I don't know why I even dodged it. But um who knows what what will happen. They're they're a ridiculous organization run by a guy who who went to my same high school, so you know he's not uh, the smartest guy. Mike Rizzo? Yeah, Mike Rizzo. All so right. um so who knows what'll happen. They'll screw something up somehow. Um but uh yeah, I don't know. One of those things. Again, committing to that big of a contract, it's a scary thing like uh, for a franchise. Um, and obviously, if the Cubs didn't have money tied up in Hayward, it would be like, uh, yes, of course. Yeah, throw, it'd be a no-brainer. Sink yep. at him. But this Hayward thing is showing its its impact now, years mm-hmm. years down the road. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know where he can end up. I would say that I, I could see him ending up with – I could see him resigning with the Nationals. I kind of don't feel like he would go to the Phillies, even though like they're talking about it. But uh, that I don't seems know. like small potatoes for him. Like he's yeah. gonna go somewhere bigger. Yeah, maybe if Scott Kingery had a better year and then the Phillies like arrow was pointing a little more decidedly up, then maybe Harper would do it. But like I don't know. I'd hate to pin all that on poor Scott Kingery, like, <laughs> who was called up to the majors too early because the Phillies like suck and they're like, yeah, why not play the kid? He wasn't ready for the major leagues. Um, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, 
yeah, we'll see. I, I, I couldn't imagine a world. Could you imagine a world where they had Harper and Hayward, the Cubs? Yeah, that uh, you know, yeah, I, I could. I think they would try to make it work. Um, yeah. and not not playing time wise, but contract wise. Right. Um, I think they would just be like, uh, you know, fuck it. We'll just we'll see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. But. Yeah. Uh, oh, the ja- okay. Well, uh, you know, we can. There, there's not too much going on with DHs, but the Jack and Janitors contract. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Evan Gaddis. We're not sure if he's going to get a new contract or not. Age 32. Yeah. Uh, so the pitchers at Madison Bumgarner, uh, has, Ooh, he's going to be a free agent. Uh, he's only 29. Actually, it seems like Bumgarner should be a little older than that, but, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, I'm, they're going to pick that kind yeah, they're they're, pick that yeah. option up. He's the, one of the faces of the franchise. Yeah. Uh, Bartolo Colon at 46. I was thinking if he's going to try to, he'll, he'll try to pitch somewhere. I don't know. His, his stats were numbers were not good this year. Yeah, for sure. Ivaldi is, is very intriguing <clears throat> there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know that's only twenty nine. Yep. As a Cubs fan, that's someone who I would wouldn't mind them making a run at, and someone who they've shown interest in before. So that's interesting. Um, Carrasco, um, yeah, they're, they're going to pick up. They, that they'll option. P- they'll pick up his option on that. Uh, Mark was Marco Estrada on the Blue Jays this year? Uh, man, who knows? Yeah, who who knows? Oh, Giovanni Gallardo, who was on the Reds, and maybe the who, who did he end up with the Rangers? I think he might have ended up back with the Rangers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And actually, Gio. funnily enough, he pitched for the Mariners in like 2017. Yeah, Gio is up. Uh huh. Um, yeah, we'll see where. I don't know. I don't know where Gio will go. He'll he'll get it. He'll he'll sign somewhere. He maybe he'll resign with the 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 Brewers. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Miguel Gonzalez is uh, he, he's <laughs> uh, he's up as well. So no matter who he signs with, uh, we will see his commercials at U.S. Cellular Field <laughs> next year. He's already slated to, to to run in full rotation. Yeah, on the White Sox video board next year. Yep. So that's uh, good. Matt, uh, yeah, uh, well, well let's, let's talk about Cole Hamels, yeah, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Are the Cubs going to pick up that option? I, it's yes. It seems like more and more likely that they're that that's going to happen. And so. I I can't remember um, if this is correct or not, but I I thought I heard that uh, the uh, Rangers would be on the hook for some of that money, or maybe that's just the buyout that they would have to pay the buyout. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's there was talk that they might try to entice him to signing like a two year contract for uh, less money yeah. annually, but um, you know for two years. Um, so that might happen. You know, I'm not sure. But for a team with the pockets as deep as the Cubs, there's no reason for them not to pick that up. Probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Matt Harvey, uh, the Dark Knight is up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Reds just did not want to want to trade him at the end of the year. The Brewers tried to get him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I, I, I just got to hope for Matt Harvey's sake that he goes to a city without a hockey team. <laughs> so he can't lose his girlfriend uh, to a to to a, a New York Ranger or whoever right. it was. Right. Or, well, hopefully he doesn't go to the Nationals either. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, Jay Jay Happ is a free agent. There's a lot of there's a there's a this is the year that they were saying for pitchers. Right? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of well the whole free agent class really. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's a lot of pitchers. Good um, lord, Dallas Keuchel, uh, Kershaw can opt out. That that's that's going to be a big topic of discussion. He probably is not going to. He's probably going to, especially if they win the World Series. Yeah, I know it's interesting. <clears throat> that's it, it would be very interesting. I think that he could get the same money. Yep. So if he thinks that he can, if he wants to go to the the Texas Rangers for some reason. Because he likes, he wants to be close to home or something. I'm sure he could get the same money. He won't lose money, but it's like, I don't. Do know you want a change of scenery? Yeah, like like you said, Jeremy, when we talked about the highest paid players, um, any team would want him. So yeah. his con- yeah, you're right. He probably would get would get the same money. Yeah, uh, I think so. Dallas Keuchel is up. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, right. I think uh, I guess um, that was one thing. Like one of the things, like the uh, just a quick aside. 
the Cubs Twitter gloating <laughs> that was happening. Um, you know, they were a lot last night. There was a lot of like retweeting of like Brewers stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather mo- fo- focus on the, the Dallas Keuchel thing of like, yeah, we'll be back. We're not the Cubs. It's like, hey, you friggin' idiot! Like, how many times have you played and back like made a deep run? How many times have you like made it to the World Series back to back in your career? Like you've never like you have no idea what it's like. Like talk to like the San Francisco Giants or something. Like like let let one of them speak about it. The like, Kansas City Royals. Yeah, twenty fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like um, there's like you, you don't know until you go through and like having seen the way that the seventeen season ended for like went for the Cubs. It's like I can see now why the Giants played. Uh, you know, made it every other year. It's like, I used to make fun of that. They're like, oh, it's an even year. The Giants could do it. And it's like, are they only trying to win the World Series every other year? It's like, but I get it now with the hangover thing. It's like, you idiot, Keiko. Like, what, like, uh, think about, like, like yeah, you have no frame of reference. So what? why, why are you coming out on this, like, this limb of saying, like, yeah, we're not the Cubs. It's like, who, who cares? Like, what are you talking about? Just win or don't win and or shut your mouth and whatever. So... Yeah, so whatever. So Keiko's up for a contract, I guess. I don't know if he'll be back in in Houston. It'll be interesting. No, uh, and it'll be interesting to see if the Brewers uh, try to re-sign Wade Miley. Um, he's probably going to get a little bigger of, of a contract than the Brewers would be willing to to dole out. Yeah, probably. He he made himself some money this year, though, so mm-hmm. good for him. Yep, yep. Because, like, Jesus Christ, like, last year. I mean, like, you look at his last handful of years, and, like, was his ERA, like, below five even? Like, it certainly wasn't last year. Um, yeah. And he started, like, 32, 33 games last year. He was in the rotation all year for did he, them. Did he win Rookie of the Year? <clears throat> that I don't know. With the D-backs? I kind of think he did, but I, I could be wrong. Okay. But, um, yeah, so um, for the sake of time, you know, let's just think, like, you know, there's a lot of guys who are, like, you know, maybe fourth, fifth starters mm-hmm. up yep. there. But, uh, you know, Kershaw, obviously, if he – Keuchel, you know, would be interesting, like all like all things equal, um, where he'll where he'll end up. Lance Lynn is up again. Yep. Um. Yeah, because yeah, he was just on a one-year deal. Right? Yeah, yeah. Charlie Morton, uh, that would be interesting to see. What, <laughs> yeah. He's 35, though. This is yeah. crazy. I almost wonder if MLB trade rumors is off somehow, but I guess not. Yeah, he, some of these are realistic. Been around a while, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyson Ross, um, he'll he'll definitely get a contract somewhere. Garrett Richards. Yep, yep. If he, he's been in, I feel like he's been injured a ton. Yeah, David Price can opt out of his contract. Not going to happen. No, 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 it won't. Um, ooh, James Shields, $16 million club option. It'll be interesting to see if the White Sox pick that up just so just for just for a guy to eat innings. Yeah, I know. It's like this will this will like be a test of like how much disposable income a major league baseball franchise has. Because mm-hmm. it's like if they have $16 million to throw at James Shields, I'm not gonna feel bad about paying four dollars for a for a White Sox ticket anymore. Because it's like, all right, they clearly don't need my money if they're giving James Shields sixteen million dollars. Like I'm gonna continue to get the free scorecard and to pay four dollars for a ticket and not feel too bad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sink I'm not single handedly gonna sink the franchise. No. Uh well Jeremy, I think I think we've uh, uh, we we do have right-handed relievers here. Do you want to go over the relievers real quick? If there's anybody, anybody, yeah, let's know. do let's just, just do yeah. a quick scan. Uh, I'd be interesting to uh, interested to know, Jeremy, because J- uh, Jesse Chavez is going to be a free agent. Would you like to see him on the Cubs game well, next year? As Jesse Chavez said at at the end of getting eliminated, he pointed to the 
Cubs logo on his chest, and he said, "If I'm not wearing this next year, I'm not playing." All right. So is that is that a Tommy Listella <laughs> type of threat? Or uh, I suppose so. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, and I was gonna make a I was gonna make a comparison to like this guy is like the Tommy Listella. I forgot who it was. We talked about him earlier on. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, Jury's Familia is yep. uh, is up. Like that's a that's an that's a guy who spotty passed, but uh, mm-hmm. um, Cody Allen too. Um, you know these guys will should should catch on somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, We've got uh, my God. I didn't even know Jim Johnson was still around. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Nate Jones. Um, yeah. Joe Kelly is up. Interesting. Brandon Kinsler. Uh, ooh, yeah. ten million club option. I, I I don't see any way the Cubs pick that up. That's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Probably not. Um, although I didn't hate Kinsler. He didn't mm-hmm. do great, but I also didn't blame him too much. But again, like the Cubs are in the market for a closer. Yeah, you know, I wonder if like a Familia or a Cody Allen could end up with the Cubs. Um, yeah, let's see. Ooh, Kelvin but, Herrera. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Kel- yeah Kelvin Herrera. So oh, he, God. Your, your boy, your boy, Bud Norris. Oh, God. Um, let's yeah, just great. hope. Yeah, let's maybe, maybe Matheny will get hired somewhere and he'll catch on again. Yeah, and then he can taunt some other really talented, way more talented rookie than, than he. <laughs> uh, that'll be great. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, Adovino looked good uh, against the Cubs in his uh, relief appearance. Um, yeah. So, or he at least he got out of a out of a jam, or maybe got himself out of the jam. Uh, so yeah, he'll probably catch on somewhere. Uh, Pedro Strope uh, is uh, looks like he's got a six point two five million option. Nah, they'll pick that up, I imagine. Probably, yeah, yeah, six point two five for like a setup guy uh, for like a you know a, a proven like eighth inning guy. Mm-hmm. I think I think they'll they'll take that. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Peter Moylan is still listed. My God. <laughs> AJ Ramos got himself <clears throat> injured this year, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Was what, he on the Mets this year? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what what'll end up happening with him. Yeah. But uh, all right. Continuing on. Yeah. Kevin Herrera is interesting. He he'll he'll catch on somewhere. Yeah. Zach Britton uh, for left-handed relievers. Yeah. Uh, surely will. Uh, yeah, ooh, Sean sure. Doolittle, uh, one of our favorite uh, sons uh, here <laughs> yeah. at Rindelay Theater. Yeah, man of great character. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Andrew Miller uh, is going to be a free agent. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Justin Wilson is going to walk, but is uh, he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm well, yeah. Sure. The Cubs aren't going to re-sign him. I don't think so. No, no. he caught, he, was, he caught a lot of flack. Even though his overall numbers probably weren't that that good, he was definite or weren't that bad. Yeah, uh, this year they weren't. I on feel paper. like people. He he just never really uh, got. Uh, people just perceived him as a flop from you know this year, no matter what he did. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, uh, Jake Diekman was a guy who was doing pretty well too until he had an injury that derailed his career. Um, he um, he came back this year, but and was doing okay. But uh, you know, I, he's a, he's a I think he's a good pitcher. Um, so I think he could catch on somewhere. I mean, he's a lefty too, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot and, of, a lot of yeah, guys. Jorge De La Rosa, uh, definitely more baseball cockroach than Lost Soul. <laughs> any any guy who can pitch in Colorado for ten years and like survive it and still still be pitching. Yeah, uh, franchise leader in wins, I think for the for the Colorado. <laughs> yeah, Rockies. yeah, for whatever. Yeah, so uh, Stephen A. Smith can like trumpet that when he when he tries to get <laughs> yeah. uh, Jorge De La Rosa. He can make a, a claim for him to get like a you know a fifteen million dollar contract for next year. <laughs> Uh, anyway. So this, uh, so so we, uh, I think that's going to do it, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, this, we really dug in so. on these free agents. Yeah, we did, so we good. did, and also on the NLCS. But it, it was good. Um, and so actually, before we wrap up the podcast, uh, let's just do a couple of quick uh, uh, plugs, Jeremy. You yeah. had uh, some some stuff you wanted to make. Yeah, sure. I'm going to plug. <clears throat> I got something to plug. So okay. it's not baseball related either. But um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Molly Devan, 
and uh, me made some uh, videos. I, I've talked about how I'm a video teacher, and like we've talked about like being in, in the theater world and everything. So me and my uh, me and a, a collaborator Molly Devan, we made these uh, videos, um, and we're releasing them now. Uh, the name of the our like duo is called Day Possum. Uh, I think it's like you know like we kind of thought like someone out of place. Like so, a possum being out of place in the day. Um, so, uh, so that little project's called Day Possum, and we're releasing videos now. Uh, we we put three out there, and an, another one. We're, we have a couple more. We have a handful more that we'll be releasing periodically. So, um, you know, if you want to check it out, um, daypossum.com is the website. We also have like a Facebook page, uh, you know, facebook.com/daypossum. Uh, you know, get on there and like, we'll be, we'll be posting videos. So if you like, uh, you know, comedy sketches or whatever, like give it a, give it a look. I, I think I'm in one of those videos. You I, are Jack. Yeah. yeah. Our very own uh, Jack Swakowski in one that'll be coming up very soon. So Ooh, nice. Yeah. So like, yeah, get on the train and, uh, you know, you can see Jack, uh, uh you know, uh, pushing his uh, acting wiles. Yeah. Yeah. I never sent you the bill for that, Jeremy. Well, I'll have to remember right. that. Uh, yeah, yeah but right. yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, also check us out on, uh, on social media, uh, uh at rain delay pod on, on Twitter. Right? Yep. That's um, right. Yeah. yeah. And Instagram as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, you know, the season is coming to a close here. Um, and we got the world series coming up and, um, we're probably going to do one more episode. We're probably going to hold off to do it until after the series is over, mm-hmm. uh, just so we can kind of give like a postmortem on the series and maybe the whole season as a whole. Um, so uh, in the meantime, follow us, yeah, on Twitter so you can keep up with our baseball thoughts. Yeah, um, you know, I, uh, we try to try to be uh, try to make it worth your while. Yeah, so, pretty active on. It. We try to be active when the games are going on, or even when they're not. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah, that's Rain Delay Pod, um, and uh, we're also <laughs> on Facebook and uh, and uh, Instagram and everything else. So make sure to do that. Uh, again, like uh, I think I think I said it in another episode, but we cut it out. Mm. Um, but like 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 and subscribe and rate us on. Uh, uh, iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, people say it helps. So, like, let's do that. I remember we had we had some uh, some some love out there on on, on uh, iTunes. So we appreciate that. So please do that. Like, yeah, it's, it's nice to see. Yeah, we always we love your feedback. So if you have a review you'd like to post, uh, yeah, feel free to feel free to post it. We love to hear that. We love to hear that stuff from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah, so you know, we'll have this next episode uh, to wrap up the World Series, and then going forward for the off season, our intention is to to stick with you guys uh, in the off season because good god is that's when we need baseball talk the most you know indeed it is um and you know outside of baseball we've been talking about trying to maybe make it to a basketball game or two jeremy and i uh, actually our colleges are our are, are arch rivals in the in <laughs> yeah. the horizon league yeah, that's uh, right. so uh, jeremy went to uic i went to uw milwaukee uh, so, you know, we're going to try to maybe check out some other games, see what we can do, but we'll definitely be here at least bi-monthly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So so look for us like, yeah, twice a month. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be going to some fun games that we think we'll get some good stories from for yeah. sure. We have yeah. some already that we've talked about, and I think that they will be fodder for like, you know... Maybe hopefully we can get that White Sox experience there, and you know, at a, at a you know at a DePaul basketball game or something like that. Right. So right. we'll be doing that. We'll also hopefully have some interviews coming up. Yeah. Um, in the coming months, we won't give any <laughs> details on that. Just uh, you know, just to, until they're in the can. But yep. uh, we're going to be trying to give you some 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 pretty cool interviews uh, coming up. And, yeah. And um, I think uh, you'll like them. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um. But uh, yeah, so so we we got one more coming up, and then uh, we'll be we'll 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 stay with you um, on a 
less frequent basis, but but we'll be we'll be bringing you stuff over the off season for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess I guess we're gonna sign off. Uh, Jim, we talk about Wilmot and Kornheiser. I always <laughs> love how they sign off. They're like, uh, we we'll try to do better uh, until next time, knuckleheads. Uh, and I've always <laughs> wanted to call our listeners knuckleheads, but I haven't. So uh, consider it consider it said for this episode. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. All right, bye bye.